Welcome to Vegas Revealed, Episode 5. Hey, 17 Mistakes Taurus Make, a new article out. Do Sean and I agree? We'll have that coming up. Plus, we make a trip to the Buffalo Bar at the Rampart Casino just off the Strip. And True Food Kitchen opens at the Forum Shops. And we are talking football. Will Tom Brady end up living in Las Vegas when the Raiders begin play here in the Valley? Plus, the impact that the NFL team is going to have on UNLV recruiting. Plus, our secret tips all ahead on Vegas Revealed. Hello, everyone. It is time for Vegas Revealed. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister here at our home at the Palazzo Broadcast Studio at Lagasse Stadium. And, you know, obviously Las Vegas is a huge tourist town. It's what our economy is made of here. That's right. So there was an article put out recently by the Huffington Post, uh, the Huff Post, I guess you call it now. Um, and it listed off 17 things that tourists do wrong. I thought it was an interesting article, and I really actually liked a lot of the pointers. Did you, Sean? I liked a lot of them, too. But one thing that didn't make the list was those dumb yardstick margaritas. <laughs> those neck straps? Are you kidding me? You don't need those. Oh, my goodness. But they're so fun. Hey, uh, number one on the list, though, was not drinking enough water. I did find that interesting because when I moved to Las Vegas, even just working out in the field, we had a lot of reporters and photographers that would pass out because they were new to town. And everyone would say, you got to drink water. And so, yeah, if you're out in that heat, you're spending the day outside, you're walking the strip, even at night, even when the sun is not out, it is dry and you have to drink water. Even I like in the winter. One. I know, even in the winter. Um, second one was renting a car. I thought that was interesting. They said you don't really need one. You know, you just hop around. You can walk. You can Uber. You can taxi. Uh, you can take the trams, all that kind of thing. Mm, good point. It, it's a good point, And you have to pay for parking unless... You're staying at the Venetian and Palazzo because parking's always free here. <laughs> That's right. We always like to point that out every podcast. Um, what do you think of number three? Trying to do too much in one, one night. They were saying kind of spread it out and don't tap yourself out. Well, I, I think that is rule number one whenever you do anything in Las Vegas. I think pacing yourself is uh, should be rule number one. It's true. I mean, I think if you go all out, you arrive on a Thursday night, you're like, yeah, let's do Vegas. And then you're like so hungover the next day and sick. Then the next day it's that recovery okay i can finally eat mm -hmm. again and i drink it and then it's the next day before you feel really good to go enjoy it yeah and <laughs> also on this list is misjudging the distance between casinos right. which is a big thing because these are huge monstrous buildings essentially they're cities within a city mm -hmm. a lot of these and people think that you can just walk down the strip to get from New York, New York, up to, uh, I don't know, the Mirage. Well, right. Guess That's what? a long walk. <laughs> That's a long damn walk. Yeah, you shouldn't put on your Christian Louboutins, ladies, and think you can just, you know, huff your way over to uh, the Mirage from New York, New York. It is a long walk. Trust us. And people think that you can walk to the airport, too. All the time, <laughs> I see people dragging their suitcase oh on goodness. the sidewalk, trying to walk to the airport. And... Not a good idea. First of all, the roads getting in and out of there are super busy, oh and goodness. you don't want to even try and cross those roads. But it's far. It's not me. close. Like, that is a huge 
plot of land that is surrounded yeah. by nothing and you don't want to walk you there. don't Just that don't gives do me it. anxiety thinking about it I that know. is a long yeah. walk to get in and speaking of that misjudging the airport was on the list and i thought that was interesting just because you talk about that a lot of people think because it is so close they can hop in an uber and they're there in 10 minutes but it's not true because no. there are a lot of busy times that a lot of people are trying to get to the airport at the same time and that kind of thing and i think that it does have you know effect on your time because you have to wait maybe a little longer for a ride there is a lot of traffic around the airport at certain times so make sure you leave enough time definitely a good tip as well uh one of them said you know a lot of them don't join players clubs and there are so many benefits so even if you're not like gambling gambling hardcore you can actually get a lot of discounts and things like that on just things inside the resort you know credits for food all that kind of thing um you know even spa discount so it's worth signing up for a players club especially if you're staying in that hotel and and definitely don't feel like you have to stick to everything that's on the strip. There is a lot outside of of what happens on this, you know, this couple mile stretch of of real estate here in the middle of the Las Vegas Valley. There are a lot of great restaurants, a lot of great shops, a lot of great hiking. And one of the the great new spots off the strip is over at the Rampart. Right. The Buffalo Bar. People love it. It's it's a big deal. And the cool thing about this is that it's the only one so far that is west of the Mississippi. And so what is it? Well, I don't know, Sean, maybe you can explain better. Okay. So, you know, you're walking through a casino and all of a sudden you hear... Buffalo! <laughs> Those are the games that we're talking about. They made an entire, essentially, a lounge area. They've turned it into a, an area that is dedicated just to uh, all the all the games that are under that Buffalo brand. Buffalo, Buffalo Gold, Buffalo Gold Revolution, Buffalo Stampede. They even now have Buffalo Kino. I know. That was really cool, right? And it's a whole area. It even has a bar. That's why they call it the Buffalo Bar. And it's really cool. They make this specialty cocktail. And you can get it while you play. And it's called the Harry Buffalo. We watched it get made. Go to our, our YouTube and some of our social. We'll show you how it's made yeah. there. We've got video and everything like that. Sean, uh, well, I took a sip too. I took a quick sip. Sean drank a couple more sips than I did. And it's like a long island iced tea with like a fruity punch twist, right? Yeah, it's got a, like fruit punch and I think a little pineapple mixed in there too but uh it's definitely i don't know that you want to go overboard on the hairy buffalo i think a few of them you'll be good <laughs> right you'll probably be not even a few what am i talking oh about? my god you'll be hammered <laughs> I, I think you down one and you'll be feeling the effect yeah don't get on uh buffalo <laughs> billy which is also there that you can hop on and take a picture with um <laughs> don't well maybe i don't know it's up to you be careful when you get on buffalo billy if you've had three hairy buffaloes yeah. so let's put it that way it'd be a liability hey this was also cool you and i went to lunch at the new true food kitchen now we already have one in town but this one's on the strip it's at the forum shops it's really big too and a huge menu and super healthy food fresh food it was so good we loved it and i thought this was cool sean because i thought you know what it, living here as a local and you know i thought about if i was visiting there really aren't tons of kind of health food based restaurants here i mean i think there's like a juice standard at the cosmo things like that but there other than that it's you know you going to a restaurant and kind of picking the healthy thing on the menu if you want to eat right right and this i mean this whole concept is based on 
healthy food. We had a uh, um, was it was a cauliflower polenta, wasn't it? Yes, and it had you had the salmon on it, and I had yeah. the chicken, and it said vegetables. It was delicious, really. And what was that uh, dessert we had? It was I don't even know if it was a dessert, but it was a uh, chia. Oh, it was seed chia pudding, seed banana pudding. Oh, that was so good, oh, so good. I had a great delicious. tea uh, with ginger and honey. Anyway, it's delicious. It's and big. I had, a, I had a margarita with ginger. <laughs> you did. Every time Sean and I go to lunch, I order the diet coke or the tea, and Sean always orders something with a splash of alcohol in it. But yeah. you know what? Or, we work hard. Or a beer, whatever. <laughs> or yeah. a beer. Yeah, you Sometimes are. Sometimes you need to. You are a beer drinker. So True Food Kitchen now open at the Forum Shops. I uh, wanted to let everyone know about that because it's a cool thing for tourists and locals to go check out it's huge it's um right on the the first floor as you walk in near joe's stone crab and something else that's new is that big allegiant stadium (laughs) right across the highway from mandalay bay it's that big black stadium you can't miss it of course, that's the home to the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh. And there's been a lot of speculation with the team. Yeah, you know, the stadium's coming along. I love it. And you know what else is coming along is the possibility of Tom Brady moving to Las Vegas and playing for the Raiders. Now, however, as those conversations keep continuing, they kind of diminish as well. So it's really a lot of speculation at this point. But, you know, it's official now that he's going to go for it and be a free agent, right? Yeah, coming up in March, Tom Brady's going to be a free agent so he'll be testing the waters outside of uh new england and and outside of boston and you know see what kind of offers come his way and there has been a lot of talk i mean here uh to las vegas to play with the raiders even reports that he bought a house here but that ended up not being true (laughs) right i mean apparently but you never know because sometimes i don't know who knows but it was yeah it was las vegas locally on twitter you know said oh he heard tom brady bought a house in Summerlin. everyone chimed in and you know including me that i was in stalker mode already (laughs) i mean listen i am a huge tom brady fan i really like him i like uh like the way he plays it's good to his family, and he's nice to look at, Sean. Well, it's just gonna be—it's just gonna be the girly, the girly little comment that I'm gonna make right there. But I enjoy watching him. I think he works hard. Oh, look at—I don't think that the Raiders are going to need any more publicity when they move here to Las Vegas. No. There's going to be enough going on around the team when they come here. But right. I mean, if Tom Brady were to join the roster, that would definitely up the up the profile of like the that. entire team. Yeah. Then a lot of people are saying, no, we don't want Brady in Las Vegas. So, you know, you've got that's what but that's what the sport's all about, right? You love some, you lo- you don't like some, you want to make up your own team. You think this would be best. You think that would be best. And so it's created a lot of conversation no matter what. It has. And there are some some offshore betting uh, people who put the odds of Tom Brady coming to the Raiders at about three to one. So who knows? We'll see as uh, you know, spring marches on right. what happens with Tom Brady, where he ends up, if he even ends up leaving the Patriots, because a lot of people say after looking at the options that present themselves, he may just stay where he's been comfortable and made a great living for the past decade yeah we're looking forward to the raiders uh being here and i know tourists are looking forward to it too because a lot of them will come to watch the raiders or enjoy the stadium but they might come watch their team play the raiders you know like let's go to vegas let's go to a game on sunday let's hang out you know and and party on the strip or enjoy the strip or gamble or whatever you want to do and then and then you know just make a vacation out of it so there's that but then there's also our college football team is going to be playing at Allegiant Stadium so this is a huge deal for UNLV it is and we have a team insider coming up next here in studio to talk about the impact that the Raiders are going to have on the UNLV football program keep it here on Vegas Reveal.
From coast to coast here in the U.S. and around the world, people are tuning in to Vegas Revealed. Let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving your ratings and comments on whichever platform you're listening from. And we want your feedback, too. Yeah, let us know what you want to know about in Las Vegas. Send us a message on the Vegas Revealed pages. We've got a Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. Your comments or suggestions could be a part of our next episode. Thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. Right now, we are excited to have Mark Wallington in the studio, communications director with UNLV football and tennis. And you've been with the program, Mark, since we were saying 1993. Yeah, three decades almost come up. You know, we're, we did the big 50-year um, anniversary of the football team, and then we the, the football stadium, Sandboy Stadium, turned 50 years old. Boy, I've been here for a lot of that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you were saying you left college, and then all of a sudden uh, you got a job, and you've been with it ever since. It's amazing. Came here for an internship on the University of Florida after getting my master's and the UNLV just hired someone from the University of Florida as the athletic director. He brought me over for an internship and now 27 years later, still here. That's the best internship ever. Yeah. <laughs> About the same pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all say, right? <laughs> but you know, this is probably one of the most exciting times in all of your in all of your experience at UNLV, having the Raiders coming to town, having a new football complex. I mean, kind of in a nutshell, can you talk about the excitement surrounding the program right now you know it really is amazing because i tell people there's never been a college program in the country that has had all this happen at once we're not we're moving into a world-class football stadium maybe the best in the world Mm -hmm. um not many colleges can say that plus we just opened a 35 million dollar training center on campus the fertita football complex in the same year so it's an amazing transformation, and this is the time to take advantage and and start turning that program and becoming a consistent winner. And I think there's a buzz, there's an excitement, the the Raiders coming in, and now we're become pro town with the the Knights. It's it's really made the brand of Las Vegas very attractive to young elite athletes. And we just found that out with signing day. Yeah, and tell us about signing day. I mean, obviously, you've got a new co- you've got a new coach, and then. All these amazing signings. I was following them all on Twitter. By, by the way, all the players were following me back, so I like them already. <laughs> they know they got to be part of Las Vegas. <laughs> yes, they're buying in. And they're buying into our new head coach, Marcus Arroyo, who we just announced in mid-December. And since then, he has turned 40 years old. He went out and hired an entire staff of some amazing assistant coaches from big schools and then didn't sign anyone in December when he could have. And he decided to wait until February 5th, National Signing Day. took a chance. He said he bet on us. And he went out and signed 28 people. It's our biggest class ever. It's it's the the number one class in the Mountain West Conference for the first time. And really one of nationally one of the best classes. And easily the best recruiting class in school history. We have the highest rated high school kid coming in. Hmm. And then we have the highest rated transfer coming in. I got this four-star quarterback out of TCU from out of Texas coming in and hopefully competing right away for us. Oh, my God. Well, and, and what do you think it's going to do for conference play in the Mountain West? Because we've seen the Pac-12 has has just kind of risen through the ranks and, and started to be a part of the, the national conversation. And with the recruiting that you're able to do now, with the facilities that you have, does that help elevate the program and the conference as a whole? Well, you know, college football, all sports come down to production out of players. So you got to get the players. I mean, coaching obviously matters, but you have to have the players. And that's the difference. 
those two buildings that we talked about have transformed us as a destination. Some of the guys, uh, Dana said she was watching them as they agreed to come here and sign yeah. their letters to come here. The the you can tell how good they are by the offers of the other schools, right? You know, and there's a guy when I said the highest rated high school recruit, he he could have gone to LSU, he could have gone to Florida, he could have gone to Alabama, he could have gone to USC. He bought into Marcus Arroyo, and he's a rebel now. And there's a lot of players now that we beat out. There was a kid who, who Washington Washington State came in on and tried to steal away at the last minute. We held on to him. So we're now beating Pac-12 schools on a lot of kids, and that's the difference. And that's going to be the difference in the results as we move up the standings on the field. It's exciting. Tell us a little bit about the facility, too, when you talk about the Fertitta Complex. I mean, give people who are listening an idea of what we mean here. I mean, it's incredible, right? It it is incredible. (laughs) It's a top-10 facility out of the 130 schools that play FBS football. It's a top-10 facility in the country. You know, Oregon's up there, Clemson. But we're in that conversation to put UNLV in the same sentences with those schools because of this building. Former coach Tony Sanchez, from the day he was hired to the five years he was here, he fundraised for that building, mm-hmm. made it a reality, uh, raised almost all the money himself. The community bought in, the Fertitta family, a lot of families in town. It was all private money, $35 million, and we just opened it a couple months ago. It's an amazing place. It's got a barber shop. Oh, wow. Uh, That's cool. Two, it's two stories, 75,000 square feet, uh, just for football. Uh, just for meeting and and strength conditioning and athletic training and there's a pool table and a, you know, a social area for the the locker rooms unbelievable with the TVs and the video games and you know that's what kids care about nowadays yeah. and now UNLV has an upper hand in that. So let me ask you this: with all those facilities, with the video games, with the uh, the pool table, the barber shop, is there is there any intention in having those facilities to to keep the players? At the facility and off of the craziness that can happen on the strip. You know, <laughs> it's funny. John Robinson, legendary Hall of Fame coach who, who was here uh, for six years, he always said, people, parents ask me, well, how do, you, how do you keep the kids off the strip? Well, they can't afford to be on the strip. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, true. True. <laughs> and this new facility gives them a day-to-day home to make their own for every practice. Six days a week, they'll be at the Fertitta Football Complex. One day a week, they'll go and play at Allegiant Stadium. So it's an amazing pairing of facilities at the same time, which is really going to thrust the program. The caliber. And, and, can, and I'm just curious, can the public come watch the team practice? You know, Coach Arroyo is still deciding on the schedule for the spring. Uh, I do know it starts March 24th, but we're still deciding like where the spring game will even be and how what that'll look like. We haven't got into the day to day yet in the next fall about whether practices are open or closed. So that's that's still TBA. Mm-hmm. And what about uh, when it comes to the games at the Allegiant Stadium? Um, I think people always you don't want people to confuse. You know, it's not going to be Raiders game prices, right? I mean, no. the public's going to be able to. Uh, afford to go and support the team there's there's a season ticket price as low as 119 dollars wow to get in there you know amazing and the 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 thing that our athletic director has decided to do and is very wise is you know it's a sixty-five thousand seat stadium well we don't need sixty-five thousand right. seats so we're only selling season tickets on the lower bowl so we consider the twenty-seven thousand lower bowl that's unlv stadium that includes all the amazing suites mm-hmm. and club seats and luxury seating, but that's what that's what we're going to focus on, and we're going to try to sell out that lower bolt twenty seven thousand, and and then hopefully there's a big enough demand that we start selling upstairs. But that's our goal, and I think it's going to be attainable. We've we've done some amazing 
selling out some club club seats already some of the higher level Mm -hmm. luxury because like you said the price difference between the raiders and us same facility but we're very low cost compared to them uh desiree reed francois the athletic director you know he said there's a seat for every wallet in las vegas oh i love that yeah that's i mean obviously that's great for las vegas locals but even tourists who are coming into town on college game day who want to get in and see the stadium this is a great way to do it mm-hmm. yeah we love our partnership with the raiders but they're going to sell out they're the nfl for a lot of people to be able to enjoy and experience college football in or any kind of football in a legion stadium they're going to do it through unlv and we would love to have them yeah that it's it's true it's such a great way to experience the stadium support the team and then you know folks coming in to watch the other team too you know that's the great thing and then they can spend a couple days in vegas <laughs> and with and with that facility the opponents are going to you're going to see an upgrade in opponents as well oh. you know i had to help with the scheduling and i get a lot of phone calls now people are calling us hey can we come play unlv and we're talking <laughs> we're talking some big big names that usually don't even come out west at all uh. and they want to come play in that they know that there's some great recruiting to be done here in las vegas so they want to have a presence here while playing in a world-class stadium uh we're going to open against cal we've never played cal in football that's the opening game august 29th at allegiant stadium that's the big opener for us and then we have teams like arizona Arizona State, uh, UCLA, Vanderbilt to become the first SEC team to ever come play in Las Vegas. So uh, people are going to see a great schedule when they come out to the stadium as well. I was just going to ask if there's SEC teams who uh, are starting to express some interest. got a lot of calls. Uh I imagine. (laughs) August 29th, that's going to require at least two tall, cold beers, isn't it? Oh, without a doubt. (laughs) And I love these little helmets. Thanks for the pocket-sized helmet set. Can we get these at at the website or at the store? No, no. Those are exclusive. Exclusive official? I thank you. I love it. And where do we go buy tickets? UNLV? UNLVtickets.com online, mm-hmm. if you want to do it online. Or you can call 739-FANS, F-A-N-S, 739-FANS, if you want to talk to a person. Or you can do everything online. Just pick your seat and buy it. And what, you know, the beautiful thing is during the season, you just pick your seat, print it at home, and then that's your ticket. And you just go right through on your phone, you know, so you never even have to go to the box office. Ugh. Everything is so easy now. I really want quickly wanted to because I see your communications for tennis too. Yes. Tennis is, is becoming huge. Every morning I wake up, I live in a high rise. People are playing tennis, and I have a lot of friends that are on tennis teams, and more so here than when I was back in upstate New York, where I lived for most of my life. Moved here 15 years ago, but tennis is becoming really popular. How's that going? How's that program going? Well, it's funny because that's another facility. It's the Fertitta Tennis Complex, right? And that was that was from Mama Fertitta, Vicky Fertitta. She's the one who funded that right before. Before I got here, Frank and Vicky Fertitta Tennis Complex. That was the first Fertitta building on campus, and that's for her affinity for tennis. I went to Florida, so I really enjoyed Florida Gator tennis as a student. Mm-hmm. So when I came out here, I was excited to get tennis as one of my sports. So I've had it all the way through, and we've had national champion in singles, national champion in doubles for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a 12-time conference champion women's team. They just won, and they won a round in the NCAA last year. So it's a, that's also another top 20 facility in the country, the Fertitta. And the men's and women's teams are some of the winningest here at UNLV. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. And with world team tennis now being played out of Las Vegas, Coached too. by a former Rebel who won the doubles national Tim Bleeker and won the national championship at UNLV is the doubles player. Now he's the head coach of that team. Mm-hmm. So really if, if Las Vegas's profile could be lifted any further, I think it's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. What a great year. Listen, Mark Wallington, thanks so much for coming on. It's going to be an exciting year. We look forward to getting out there. I'm actually going to hop on when you were talking about season tickets for 119 bucks starting at that's a, that's a great price. UNLV tickets.com.
Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. So that's a great way to save on getting into Allegiant Stadium. But coming up, we have more ways that you can save on tickets to big-time events here in Vegas. Our two secret tips are next on Vegas Revealed. Hey, thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. Each week, we'll chat about anything Las Vegas. Highlights of things new and old, secrets, stories, and our favorites. We look forward to interviewing some of the most interesting people in Vegas, celebrities, friends, those that work behind the scenes, and more. We want to enhance your Vegas experience. We've lived here for 15 years each, and we have some really useful tips. Expect something different each week on Vegas Revealed. It's time for Dana and Sean's two secret tips. I know you look forward to this every week, don't I you, do. Sean? <laughs> yes, I do. I always want to know what you have to say. <laughs> well, this time, you know, I've talked about this before, but not here on the Vegas Revealed podcast. So I have to share because it has to do with parking. And, you know, this one is for locals and also people out of town. We talked a little bit earlier about a post that says tourists shouldn't rent a car. But a lot of you do. And a lot of tourists come in from Arizona mm-hmm. and Los Angeles and they drive their car in, right? So something I wanted folks to know were a few of the places that offer uh, free or cheaper valet because you know over the last few years a lot of resort casinos have started charging for parking and uh, a lot of people aren't happy about that let's just say that here at the venetian palazzo it's free at the wind they got rid of it it's free there now as well treasure island i think off the strip at the rio and a couple other ones on the strip but well, uh, there's been a lot of business that's been impacted by by having uh paid parking implemented yeah these I mean, properties i seriously think about that like well where should we go and i think where is the free parking or how can i get closest if i can get there in a way that's convenient and free then i'm like i'm not going to go in and spend whatever 80 to 100 dollars on a dinner and then pay for parking too so i right. try and work around it so i think a lot of people have that mentality yeah. so here's the deal free valet parking at the mandalay bay shops okay so you park there at the shops Walk in, go up the escalators, walk through that little area. And there's restaurants up there, too. And then go down the escalators, and you're on the casino floor. Pretty easy, free valet there. Also, the shops at Crystal's, and that's in Aria. Okay, so you can pay for valet up at the top, but you can go underneath, go to the Crystal shops. In there, you walk through. They have restaurants inside and shopping, too. Or you can go up one level, and then you can go to the Aria, right nearby or you can even take a tram over to the Bellagio so it's kind of a sneaky little thing and then you get free valet parking also the form shops has valet parking for only seven dollars so that's more affordable than the usual 20-ish dollars to valet so I wanted to let people know about that then to make use of the trams there's a tram um, that goes from like Treasure Island to Mirage. Yeah, that's right. So you can park at Treasure Island, tram to Mirage, uh, things like that. You got to be creative. And then if you are going to do some shopping, um, maybe at the fashion show, just so you know, they have free parking garage and free valet at the fashion show as well. So that's an option as well if you want to go over there and eat or maybe do some shopping. Those are my free parking tips when it comes to valet. I figured I should share and let everyone know. Hey, there's no better price than free. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when people come to town, obviously shows are a big attraction and some of the ticket prices people can get sticker shock Mm -hmm. you know there there are some shows that are up to 250 bucks a ticket depending on what you want to go see and if you want to see more than one which a lot of people do you know it's like well let's pick one it does make it difficult but there are some ways to get around that now if you are a las vegas local there's something called house seats 
com. And what this is, this is a membership. Mm -hmm. It starts with monthly memberships as low as $40. And that will give you access to kind of some last-minute ticket deals. Right. So you buy the membership, apparently. I've never done it, but um, I used to have a lot of people that worked with me that did it. And they, yeah, me you'd, too. Yeah, you'd, you'd buy it, and like you said, for $39, $40, you have it for 60 days. For $89, you can get it for a year. And then whenever there are empty seats that they want filled, you go on and look and go, okay, I'm going to go to whatever, you know, this show tonight or that show. And, and some pretty good shows get listed because, listen, these shows can't sell out every single night. No, no, you can't. So for a, a low membership price, you do get access to some really incredible shows. So that's a great thing if you live here in Las Vegas. This is a, a service that's only available to Las Vegas locals. Right. However, if you're coming in from out of town, something that you might want to look at is Groupon because you might be surprised that even big name entertainers like Mariah Carey are listed on Groupon right now. Mariah Carey is playing over at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace through the end of February. Her tickets normally like 130 bucks. They're on there for less than 70 wow. right now to see Mariah Carey. That's great. I mean, she's incredible. So you go on there, look at some of the resident shows like RuPaul's Drag Race, which we just saw for right. its opening night, and it's amazing. Yeah. There's even some male review shows. There's a lot of options. Comedy. On there, too. Comedy magic, uh, vocal groups. It, it really is amazing, and it gives you a really good idea of the caliber of entertainment like Barry Manilow. Wow, Barry Manilow at the Westgate. Yeah, 60 bucks. How about that, That's folks? a steal. Barry Manilow, a living uh, legend, by yeah. the way. But that's a big theater, you know, and he's still, you know, it's all about getting the word out, getting, you know, you never know if it's maybe a slow week in Vegas or whatever, and you, you put the, some of those tickets on sale. Why not? And who knows? Maybe Cherry Boom Boom is the thing. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> that one, that show starts at 11. It, it <laughs> well, so that's a late night. So you go to one of these I need concerts. to go one time and check it out. They keep inviting us, but I'm like, okay, well, when can I start my night at 11? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you get a reasonable ticket to Mariah Carey, then pop over to Cherry Boom Yeah, Boom. It, everyone says it's a really fun show. Um, yeah, Zombie Burlesque, uh, Murray Sawchuck's on there as well, Rating the Rock Vault. That's Look a at great the list. show, too. Oh, yeah. They are great shows. I mean, so go on Groupon, like Sean said. I'm just, Sean, I never thought about it until Sean brought it up, and then now we're looking through and i'm like look at this list i know but so here's another thing if you actually walk up to the box office and talk with some of these ticket tellers at the uh, casino this is something that you might want to do if you know you haven't made your plans if you don't have things locked in and ask the ticket teller if there are any partially obstructed view seats oh really because sometimes there might be a column in the theater that might partially obstruct your view obviously you're not going to be sitting behind a column but or sometimes the view might cut off a, a little corner of the stage anywhere inside the theater that doesn't have a perfectly clear view of everything that's going on they consider it a partially obstructed view and they drastically reduce those ticket prices so but that's something you have to I, they're not available online i know that mm -hmm. for sure uh i don't think that they're available if you call. They might if you get somebody who's having a good mood that day. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely if you walk up to the uh, ticket counter and ask for those tickets that are a, a partially obstructed view, if those haven't been sold yet, 
that's a, a great value for you. Yeah, that's a great, great, great tip, definitely. And so those are your secret tips. Uh, free valet and lots of deals and steals for show tickets, which, you know, Vegas is really known for the shows, a lot of it. You know, besides just the gaming and the food and all that other good stuff. But people want to come see shows. And so now you can go to one or two or three. And you can get into Allegiant Stadium. I know. Those UNLV ticket prices are amazing, right? Go see a UNLV game on a Saturday. Check out Allegiant Stadium. And you don't need to pay the Raiders prices. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. We've really enjoyed uh, seeing who is listening. And uh, we appreciate everyone from really around the globe chiming in uh, to listen to Vegas Revealed and also a lot of the locals. So this is podcast number five. And uh, we'll see you next week for number six. Bye. Bye.